Rise and Shine with Robbo and Becky on Vision. On the eve of a brand new album being released, Micah Tyler joins us on the phone. How you doing, mate? What is up, guys? How are we? <laughs> Very good. We are good. Very good. Thank you for taking the time to chat to us. Listen, I, I'm locked down. I've got nothing else to do. I'm just glad that somebody's talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things you can't exactly say, oh, no, I'm busy that day. It's like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. It's, it's, it's kind of hard to, to get out of plan. Exactly. Oh, exactly. It's very great to talk to you, and the future is looking bright from Australia. All right, so Tuesday. Uh, what day is it? I don't even know what day it is. I was going to say no spoilers, but I, in this case, I kind of need some good news. That's good. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yep. All right. That's Fair all good. Enough. You can sleep well tonight. Last time we spoke to you, yeah. you sort of just hit out with a with your first record, and you were telling us you'd gone from you know doing sausage meat delivery and th- being youth, do working with the kids and. <laughs> And now it's just gone full swing for you. How's it been? You know what? It's funny. Having a a sausage delivery truck driver on my resume is probably a good thing right now, just in case I never get to play any more shows. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder whether that would be called an essential service, delivering sausage Yeah, that's an essential (laughs) service, isn't it? That's an essential job. That's good to have on the resume right now. No, I... Man, it, I, it, the Lord has, has taken, taken us on quite a, uh, a ride over the past few years. Um, so grateful to get to go out and, and have had a couple songs on the radio and have had, had some opportunities to go out uh, with some of my heroes like Mercy Me and Big Daddy Weave and Jeremy Camp and 10th Avenue North wow. and just some guys who I just look up to a whole, whole lot. Wow. Um, but, man, the, the highlight for me is is being able to continue to share the hope of Jesus with uh, more people. And so going out on tours means that I get to go out and be a part of, of, of just sharing hope of who Jesus is and, and uh, how much he loves everybody. And so it's, it's, yeah, that's been the biggest joy for me. And so it's, it's, it's real good. That's awesome. That's oh, so good to hear. Wow. When you're on that tour was, with I, Mercy Me, do you introduce yourself as being four less guys than Mercy Me? <laughs> yes. Does that still work? Card when I show up. <laughs> that's, that's my angle. Like I'm, I'm one-fifth of the band that these guys are. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, I remember when we got that first ever email yeah. video from you, and like we still talk about it sometimes in the office. So you've definitely made an impact, and you've made an impact from then on with your great music. And I remember when we spoke to you the first time, we were very like, wow, this guy is humble. If God took it away from him tomorrow, he'd be fine. And here we are, years down the track, and you're still preaching the same message, you know, trying to get out to as many people to tell them that Jesus loves them. And that's such, Mm. one, a cool message, but just you've stayed so humble with it, and sometimes that doesn't happen. So that's so great. Well, here's the thing. I I am very grateful that that we serve a God who, he has the power to give and take away, but but the one thing that he always promises is, is his nearness. And so we've we've walked through, you know, just just in the past couple of years. I, I still live over in uh, Southeast Texas here in the state, and uh, I, Hurricane Harvey was a really awful storm that came through a few years ago. Um, mm-hmm. And and my house was right in the middle of the destruction. We actually had fifty inches of rain fall on our house wow. in just more than a couple of days. Um, and so we had to we, we had to replace floors and walls and four bedrooms or four rooms in our house, sorry. Um, and then all of a sudden, right after the st- a couple of weeks after the storm, uh, my younger brother Daniel was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. Um, huh. And that was 
a mm. very difficult season. And, and at the same time, I'm on these tours, and, and God is doing just profound things with our ministry, and we're getting all these opportunities to share about Him. But, man, it was hard. And so we're, we're, we're kind of at this, like, hills and uh, – it's all hills and valleys. And some days it feels like we got one foot on a mountain and one foot at, down in the valley at the same time. Um, but, man, the Lord was so kind to walk us through that, show us more of who He is. And we realized the important things in life um, are not spotlights and platforms, but instead mm. um, it's loving the people that are around you and, and, and just seeking Him. And, and we saw Him draw near our broken hearts. And happy to report now that we got a house that's been put back together. Um, and my younger brother, Daniel, uh, actually got to ring the bell because he's a cancer survivor last oh, year. Brilliant. Um, so no more cancer, big deal. And so, uh, so yeah, man. So now, it's every day is an opportunity for us to to choose to serve the Lord. And so, we're just trying to make make those decisions wisely, and uh, you know, kind of doing the same thing we were doing three and a half years ago. When we talked to you guys last, and that's just being faithful to what's in front of us. That's awesome. And I guess it is all about choices, isn't it? I mean, even in this current situation, you know, you guys have you know the the opportunity to tour has been taken away from you, but you can choose how you respond to that, can't you? Like, I mean, obviously. You know, you could choose just to be miserable and think, oh, this is terrible, or my income's gone, or you can choose to see the positives in it and see, okay, well, what, what is God wanting to say to me? What, what can I do uh, in the meantime? You know, so I guess it is all about our, our, our choice and our response to situations, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And I, I think it's easy sometimes to kind of feel like that we're, because we're isolated and quarantined and all these words that are kind of just right, mm-hmm. right in our faces all the time right now, um, it kind of makes us feel like sometimes that we kind of have to put our life on pause. Um, but that's meant God, God is not like sitting on his throne and like putting a, pushing a big pause button on us right now. Instead, we've got to realize that there, God is able to use these unfinished moments and God's able to mm. work in the midst of us not having all the answers and not having everything put together, not having everything figured out. Um, there's a scripture in Second Corinthians that just really impacted. I read it a few days ago. Um, it just says, for our present troubles are small and won't last very long, mm. yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look to the troubles we see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen, for the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. And so for me, if I feel like mm-hmm. that, man, I can't be on a stage on a tour right now, so I guess I'm just going to stop ministering to people. I've got four people who live in my house with my wife and three kids that, man, now mm-hmm. my, my mission is to serve them. My mission is to not, listen, they don't want to hear any of my songs. <laughs> they don't want me to <laughs> from the living room to them all the time. That would, that would get annoying. <laughs> um, but, in, but instead, my, my calling in life, you know, I heard someone say one time, uh, we'll never stand before Jesus and him say, well done, thy good and successful musician, <laughs> mm. or, or mm. great DJ, or, you know, what, whatever our, our yeah. calling is, yeah. not, it's faithful servant. So my, my job right now is the exact, it, it's going to be a different thing. I, I can't hop on stages. There's, I can't jump in crowds. I can't do those kind of things that I would do before. But, man, I'm trying to be a faithful servant in the exact same way. And so mm. it just looks differently now. So we've got to seek out those opportunities and try to find ways that we can love the world around us, even if our world's a little bit smaller now. That's a great uh, perspective. I love it. And I, it really, uh, for me, the mental image I see is your family <laughs> all sitting down at the dinner table and there's Micah up the end saying, okay, for my next number, I'm going to play. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, we love you. If I sold tickets to shows in my house, it'd be an empty house every time. I <laughs> I'm sure. Not. That's funny. Sure that certainly keeps that's you honest. I'm sure. Way to get the kids playing outside is for me yeah, to pour. <laughs> that's right. What people don't realize, that's I've got awesome. a new album coming out uh, this week. Yeah. And uh, my yeah, kids are already sick of the songs that no one else has ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Well, it is exciting that you do have a new album out. We're very excited. We're already playing one of the songs from it here in Vision. So tell us a little bit about how All this right. album came about. I don't want you to pick, you know, your favorite child and choose the song that you love the most. But just tell us <laughs> well, a little bit about the journey absolutely. that you went on. Yeah. You know, it's... It, I, I have two rules when I'm writing music. Um, rule number one, I want every word that I say to line up with God's word. Like I, Because the thing is, wow. it's not worth me handing it to anyone else. It's not worth me going out and spending time away from my family to travel and do this for a living. Um, if I'm trying to share things that are not good, that are not, that are not of, of any kind of worth or substance. So number one, I'm making sure that the whole record is just laced with the gospel. Um, and the second thing is, I want to make sure that I am telling honest stories from my point of view. Like, I, I don't want to write someone else's story and someone else's song. I've got to write the songs that God's putting in front of me. And so we spent the last three years working on this album. Um, and and it's, it's been wild because I, we have gone through hurricanes. We have gone through cancer. Mm. We've gone through just some of the highest highs and lowest lows over the past few years. We've seen my brother be victorious over cancer. Like, like God, God just mm. healed him through that whole situation, which is where the song Amen was written right after that. So we're saying, I can't get over what you've done for me. That number one lines up with Acts chapter four, when the disciples were like kind of getting ridiculed for telling about who Jesus was. And the Pharisees kind of told them like, hey, you guys have to cut that out now. Like, it's, it's time to settle down. And they said, how can we stop talking about what we've seen and heard? Mm. So, number one, there's the scripture, and number two, in my life, man, I'm so excited to tell people what God did through the life of my brother, but also, it, in the last three years, there's been those hard moments, and so the title track from the record is probably the most vulnerable song that I've ever written before, um, or for sure ever put out for other people to hear, um, it's a song new today, and I actually walked into a writer's room. This was a month before my brother was having an exploratory surgery to be able to find out how much cancer was left, because he had cancer that had spread from his colon into his stomach lining, possibly his liver, into uh. his lungs, into his lymph nodes. Like, it was just, it was, it was uh, 4C cancer, which is just everywhere all over the place. And um, I walked into a writer's room with two brothers who are just so dear to me, and uh, I just told them that day, I said, guys, can I be honest with you? Um, today's a hard day because I know that the song that we write today could possibly be played at my brother's funeral. And listen, that's not how I want to start any writer's room, let alone, you know, with these guys who they're, they're ready to write a song of hope and something exciting and stuff. And I walk in just let them know this is where I'm at. But me, I tell you, we, we ended up just really tapping into the idea that God's mercies are made new every morning. And sometimes we just need to be reminded of that, as it says in Lamentation 3. And so, I mean, this, this whole record is basically my journal entry of what God's been walking mm. me through, explaining to me, helping me understand over the last three years. And so when the record was finally all done and I got a chance to listen from beginning to end, it kind of, it, it's this feeling of like, oh my gosh, I'm kind of letting everybody see the, the all, all of the all, the gauntlet of emotions that we've kind of run through over the last few years. But now if, if there's one person out there that feels like they're not alone when they're going through a tough trial, that they just need to hear that hope, um, then, then we've done our job. Like that's, that's what we're trying to wow. do right now. Mm, that's awesome. Very encouraging. Wow. 
very, very, very cool. Mm. Well, thank you. Know, thank you for I, no, sharing that. You, I, there was no point when we were writing this album where I was thinking it was going to be released during the middle of a global pandemic. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> that wasn't Being necessarily on the whiteboard and we were like, coming up with ideas for this thing. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like, there was this, uh, my first reaction was, oh my gosh, do we need to hold off on releasing the album? Because this just feels small in light of all the big things that are happening right now around the world and like, you know, it's just, it just kind of feels like, man, are we, are we putting out at a weird time? Is it just a weird spot to put that out? But we have spent the last few years trying to cultivate hope in these songs, like mm. trying to find ways mm. to tell people that now. Jesus is still exactly who he says that he is. So what better time to release that record than in the middle of where everyone's searching for that, that hope? They don't, yeah. we don't know what tomorrow's going to be. I mean, I, I hope that the doors start opening and people start being able to get outside. They, they find a cure for this thing. But if we're just being honest today, they haven't found that yet. And so, but to, and today's the only day that we can make a decision for, like we've already said. Mm. So today I want to choose to send out hope to people, to find hope for my family um, and to celebrate the hope that we have in Jesus. And so I'm excited for this record to come out. I think it's, uh, it, um, we're hoping that it, it's a timely um, opportunity for God to do mm. something really special. That's awesome. No, it's really exciting it's to hear. Amazing. I guess the the what's gone into the album, obviously, you know, as you said, the the highs and the lows, and uh, I'm sure that'll be very encouraging for people as they uh, get their hands on it uh, right now. So, uh, God bless you, Micah. It's always yeah. wonderful to chat with you, mate. We could, uh, I feel always like we could just talk you. all day. So, uh, thanks so much for <laughs> your time um, and for uh, for your transparency and. Uh, we pray God's blessing on you and your family as you uh, continue to navigate this next season. And, yeah, hopefully you will be back out on the road real soon. Man, it, it's, it's a joy. Anytime I get to hear from you guys, let's not wait for another pandemic to talk on the phone again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, we won't wait for another lockdown. We promise. Hey, thank you guys so much for what you do. Spread the gospel. And uh, hopefully I, get to, I want to come over and see you guys sometime. When these airports start opening up, i gotta, I got to hop on a flight to get over there. Well, come on down. We'd All love right, to well, have you. you. Bring, you bring you and your crew, and we will, uh, we will sort you out. That sounds like a plan. Thanks so much, guys. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.